do you generate cash flow from servicing your medical device rather than treating service as an afterthought? The trick is to view service as another business opportunity and plan for it during development. I'm Julia, one of the team members at Blur, and this is In Focus, an audio series highlighting different aspects of manufacturing. Our goal for this series is to help you prepare for manufacturing and provide tips to manage your customers' expectations while building a successful business for your product. Joining us today is our Director of Operations, Britt Creech. She's been in the medical device field for 14 years, 12 of those in manufacturing and service, and I'm excited to talk with her today. Britt, before we dive into the business side of service, can you give us a definition? What exactly is service and why is it so important in the medical device industry? Yeah, thanks for having me. I appreciate you uh, inviting me. I'm very passionate about service. It's something that means a lot to me. I think that a lot of people um, have service as an afterthought. They don't consider it as a transfer to manufacturing piece, and then they have to scramble when they get their units in the field to provide service to their customers. It's important that you educate your customers about service because it can be a positive. People generally are prepared for their electrical mechanical devices to have service at some point, as long as you tell them that it's going to happen. The last thing you want to do is tell your client, this thing will never fail. It's 100% guaranteed to work forever. Then they're going to be disappointed when something goes wrong naturally. Mm -hmm. If you say, hey, this device may need a repair every you know, two years, then they prepare for that and they're welcoming that service. And at the last minute, they scramble to service their device because they didn't think of the fact that their unit can fail once it gets in the fill. Service is doing right by your customers. You have a medical device, it's got electrical mechanical components, and at some point they are going to fail. They have wear and tear. It's just the natural aspect of what an electrical mechanical device is. Your customer needs to know that. They need to be prepared that at some point their medical device will need service and repairs. There's the option for depot repairs, which is where a customer can return their device to a location and the repair happens on site and is shipped back to them. Or there's field repairs where you um, send a person out in the field to go to that person's location, repair their device at their site real time. There are pros and cons to both of those. You know, the pro uh, for depot repair is you're not invading someone's space to do the repair, uh, but it takes a little longer. Shipping back and forth, that takes a couple of days. Um, whereas a field repair it happens much faster, but you interrupt their practice. Yeah, so you need to think about the pros and cons of each of those. In your experience, Brett, who typically performs service? Is that the customer? Is that the contract manufacturer? What have you seen? I recommend that if you're going to do deep repairs, you utilize your contract manufacturer. They already know the device. They manufacture it for you. They're going to be the experts who can troubleshoot, get that unit repaired and back out in the field as soon as possible. If you're going with field service or even a combination, I recommend that the customer utilizes their own internal resources because they need to be the person engaging with their customers and maintain that relationship. Mm -hmm. As a contract manufacturer, we're behind the scenes. You're you're handling your customers' expectations, managing those relationships, and we're behind the scenes uh, doing the work for you, and you get all the credit. So we've defined what service is, we've talked about who should perform service in which situations. When, during the development process, do you think someone should begin considering service for their product? You should really be thinking about service early on, but by the time you're at uh, transfer to manufacturing, you really need to have it lockdown. As part of the, the process of transferring it to manufacturing, you want to go ahead and plan out what's going to happen once you deploy medical devices out in the field. How are you upfront 
selling service agreements, for instance, to your customers, going ahead and talking to them about service. It's just like Geek Squad at Best Buy. They tell you right away at the point of sale of a computer that, hey, you should go ahead and purchase this Geek Squad agreement because at some point your computer is going to fail. Mm. And that that's how you manage expectations. People are understanding if you communicate that with them ahead of time. And then go ahead and start working through what are some of the parts that could fail in your device. Get those extra parts on hand as part of the transfer to manufacturing so that the second a unit does fail in the field, you're not scrambling with lead times on parts. Instead, you have those parts on hand, overnight that unit back, get it repaired and back to the customer so that you're not interfering with their workflow and they have minimal downtime. Mm -hmm. So service is really an opportunity to continue to build trust with your customer outside of just the sale of the device. You're continuing to build the relationship. Right. Yeah. You want them to be confident that if something happens, you can get it fixed quickly. Um, An example of that is in my past, I did both field and depot repairs at a previous um, company. And I once had a client who their unit went down. It was at 8 p.m. that evening. They had customers lined up the next day to use that medical device at starting at noon. And I got on a plane that night, got to their site by 8 a.m., had their unit fixed, and then got jumped right back on a plane and came back. But I had a customer at that point for life because they were happy that I understood that they had um, scheduled customers lined up at noon. They understood that they were asking a lot of us and we were able to to meet their needs. And from there on out, they were, you know, spreading the word about our medical device and how great we were. So sometimes people think of service as a, as a negative, but it actually can be a positive and it can actually build that relationship um, if you're prepared for it. Our team was always prepared to fly in the split of a second because we knew that we were field service engineers, but we also had the ability to overnight units for depot repair. But just made sure that we were on top of that to build those relationships. So where did you fly to? Albuquerque, New Mexico. Wow. Yeah, flew in that night, got there at 8 a.m. the next morning, fixed their unit, was back at the airport at 10 a.m. the next day. That's a fast trip. Very fast trip. (laughs) Not much sleep either. Yeah, but I'm sure it really helped that customer to feel confident and uh, know that they were taken care of. Yeah, definitely. I was happy to do it. So what are your tips on helping people really change their perspective on service, not seeing it in a negative light, but seeing it as just another business opportunity and another way to build trust with their customers? Sure. I'd say the first step is do research. When I first got into service and units are failing and you're having to repair them constantly, you're that back in person and all you're seeing is failures. Mm. So I went to Lowe's. I went to, I needed to buy a washer and dryer because I just bought a house. And I asked the Lowe's representative, hey, what's the failure rate on these? And I didn't think they would have the answer. He gave me a full report card that he gave to me that showed me every uh, device there from dishwashers to uh, washing machines and the failure rate. And it was eye-opening to me. It's like, okay, this this is everywhere. This is normal. And he also went ahead and told me about service agreements and options to make me feel more comfortable with my purchase. And it's the same thing with medical devices. You need to prepare that. What is going to be my failure rate? What is the mean time to failure? Mm -hmm. What are the most likely components to fail? Um, And then what are people willing to pay for a service agreement to have peace of mind? Mm. So you need to know your market. Go ahead and start lining out those service agreements, figuring out what, um, What's going to make you profitable because you need to understand what's your 
highest cost item that could fail and so that you can incorporate that into the cost of the service agreement while also ensuring it's a rate that people can afford and that it's not over the top because some people are if it's more than the cost of the device clearly they're not going to buy the agreement so yeah. you got to be smart and tactful and i'd also say that you need to prepare your sales um, people in the field to go ahead and start selling these right away mm. so you have a service team who should be you know calling people once they're at one or two years in and saying hey do you want to renew but it also should be the first point of sale yeah just ready to go right off the bat right yeah i think about if i was a customer receiving a medical device and i was getting all the information up front i think i would be grateful not thinking of it as oh why are they telling me about all the things that could go wrong but seeing it as a point of assurance that if something goes wrong i know who's there to help me and i know who to call and i know what my options are like you were saying earlier about um geek squad you know they're there if your computer breaks so it's just a, a point of comfort rather than a point of distress right yeah it makes them feel prepared it makes the process easier and that's the goal awesome well that was some really good information about just service, how to change your mindset and turn service into a positive rather than a negative. We will have some more content coming up on this, diving deeper into service and some different aspects of manufacturing. So um, keep your eyes and ears peeled for our next interview here. Thanks for talking, Britt. Yeah, can't wait for the next episode to share more information and stories. And if anyone out there has any further questions, feel free to reach out to me. I'm happy to talk about any um, topics related to service. Thanks so much for listening in today. This is In Focus, signing out.